0: Laughing all the way to the-
1: Hello everyone and welcome to yet another edition of The Spread Podcast. Today is Sunday, December 6th. This is yours truly, Jordan, AKA JL, Accompanied, as always, with my brother and co-host, Marcus, a.k.a. Marky Mark. Marcus, tell me how we're feeling about this weekend and give our listeners a little taste of what's coming their way. Winning
0: is coming their way, simply put. So I've listened back to our midweek podcast to reiterate the confidence I have in the picks we're about to make, and I'm ready to roll. But I will say, I have a little dark cloud hanging over my head that Gonzaga and Baylor got canceled today due to COVID. That one sucked, but we're moving past it, and we're looking to NFL. College basketball has kind of pissed me off right now because so many games have been canceled, but it's NFL time.
1: Yeah, College basketball, unfortunately, to me, is starting to resemble what kind of took over in football, being very unreliable. The The mood just seems off. I mean, a huge part of college sports is the fact that these are kids. There's huge audiences. Emotions are very important in that realm, as opposed to pros. I mean pros are way less emotional. They're professionals. It's their, you know, it's it's a business. So I just think that college sports are a bit of a shell of themselves right now and, and hard to read. Well, and it's like, I think with
0: college basketball, there's just this cloud hanging over everybody's head. Like, are we actually going to get this season in? And when you have arguably the best game all like up to this point being canceled due to COVID, it's not a great, you know, a great start. Not a good, but look. hopefully they get it figured out. Um, I was really looking forward to that game, but I just hope they get. If if this means they get the rest of the season in once they get into conference play, I'm totally fine with it. The non-conference games really don't mean much. Um, if we can have conference play, have conference champions, and have a March Madness, that's all
1: that matters. Only time will tell, man. I. It's really hard to judge what's going to happen. I talk to people who seem to have little to no hope for things returning to normal anytime soon. And, um, you know, all we can do is, I guess, sit back and see what shit they throw at us next. But, hey, uh, it's NFL. At least we have NFL. At least the NFL product has not declined. (laughs) NFL has by and far been the best product and has remained consistent, has retained its level of excellence in terms of the play. Uh, and also the actual production of the TV products. So I love NFL. We get NFL today. So enjoy it. We love this week. We went through this slate every single game already um, in a preview for this week on Tuesday. And I got to tell you, the more we looked at some of the bigger picture things that we discovered just got more attractive and more attractive. So I think we're in for a really great week. Um, and keeping our really high win percentage in the NFL rolling, but before that, I have a random thought, Marcus. And I've asked a few friends this, and I've been think I'm a thinking man. I'm a, a bit of a philosopher. Would you agree? I mean, if just to reassure the audience, you're you're yeah you're you have a deep way of thinking, deep guy, super for sure. deep. So <laughs> I want to present to you this thought experiment. That's what the intellectuals call it a thought experiment think of two universes okay in one universe there is an undefeated super bowl championship team who in the super bowl wins by 40 points 40 nothing okay that's one universe now in another universe it's that same exact team except you have to start one of the 11 positions on either defense or offense and the question is, in that second universe, does the team – sorry, what position do you play and does the team still win the Super Bowl? Can we <laughs> – can we exclude punter and kicker? It, yeah, no. It has to be defensive 11 or offensive 11. Okay. Um,
0: well, I'm not going defense. Why? Why? Give me your thoughts. What What's going into that? Well, I played quarterback in high school, so I would have to play quarterback because I can throw it a little bit, but we would lose. So you I were on the show. I mean, I would just hand, as long as I could just take snaps and hand it off or maybe throw a
1: bubble screen. Yeah. To, yeah. I mean, I don't know.
0: I let's, think, okay, let's I don't say think there's very, any scenario. They run a West
1: Coast offense. It's very 50 50. <laughs> no. They run the ball very 50 50. So you no. got to, you know, no. you got to fit in that To system. answer your question, there's not a position on the field. Okay, so they were <laughs> Hear me out. Okay, I, so that's your argument. Um, it just wouldn't happen. No, I think no. I okay. think you lose. Cause Here's my thought, and I've given this thought. Maybe wide receiver. I'm a washed, I played college football, it was a good team I played on. Shout out Pierre Desir Lindenwood University, New York Jets. I think that if I just bulked up to like 370 and lifted weights while I did it for like six months, I could go in at like nose guard and just roll. And
0: No. No, See, see, this is where you're wrong. No training. As is. We're selling this as is. As we are today. Well, can we throw in a few months of preparation? No. It's right now. If you were to strap up, and you had to pick a position. What position you would take? Nose tackle? Right now, Jesus. Because um, I'm telling you, right now, they would just run the
1: ball up the middle all day, and you would lose. It would. It would have to be fullback, or this is gonna sound really crazy, but like the Z receiver, <laughs> like receiver three. I thought receiver. be like way out just on the edge just put me way out on the edge and like they're not i mean they're just gonna press me no they won't no they way won't I guard can... you they would just blitz off of you <laughs> but but then if they don't guard me i got soft enough hands to just move up three yards and catch it they got to give me some respect do they <laughs> maybe that's something they should try like just get some bum out there and like they're just like we're not cut- I'm gonna cover that so i think The problem here is a Super Bowl champ
0: winning 40 to nothing. I think they could slide you in some way to still be successful. But I don't... (laughs) (laughs) this, This is ridiculous.
1: I don't... No. No. They wouldn't win. I want you to handicap that situation. Like, what's the new... So, let's say the in the first universe, obviously, minus 40 was the handicap. What's the handicap with me playing slot receiver.
0: It depends. It depends what they did. Did they throw to their slot guy a lot? Yeah. Yeah, I get worked in. (laughs) Well, if their defense gives up no points, then I think maybe, yeah, you could still pull it out. I I think I could do it. I just think at the professional level of football, you got to have 11 guys all on the same page. And if you have one guy guy who hasn't played football in 12 years. (laughs) It's been 10. 10. But, yeah. Whatever. 10 years, it's going to show. And (laughs) Yeah. My answer to your question is no. I don't think we could suit up for an undefeated Super Bowl champ and they still win the Super Bowl. All right. Play every to p- every play. Play every play. You have to be on the Not field. Not every play. Ev- it's
1: an average workload. It's just like you're just a starter. You know, you're a starter.
0: Okay, I I still
1: think no. I still think it would expose. <laughs> we need we need to get a guest who's an like an NFL coach and ask them that. That should be our first goal with this podcast. We need to we need to yeah, get to the or even of this. a college coach. That's a good call we could get we could may, probably make that happen we need to make we need to get a guest side sidebar we'll We'll make that happen. My immediate thought is just no it's just there's no way i uh I have hope. I'm a hopeful man. I think people are meant to overcome, and I think I could do it maybe Mark you, but <laughs> Marcus, as I mentioned this weekend of NFL is looking so tasty last time we kind of compared the nfl slate to food we went six and oh marcus you compared an nfl slate to a slab of baby back ribs and that you were going to demolish them and as a metaphor that couldn't have worked any better is there a food item you see when you look at this slate oh wow on the spot um the reason I said
0: ribs is just because ribs is just a food you just get down and nasty. Right. Elbows deep. You and just and attack just, it. Uh, yeah. Getting into it. I would say this slate is prime rib. You've prepared for it. You sit down. You're confident. You're feeling good.
1: This slate is a medium rare prime rib. Okay. I could see that. I'm getting like a a smoked brisket vibe from this slate. In that, oh, because we've been we've been we've been slow cooking it. it. It's kind of a slow cook, yeah. And then also you have to be you got to know the number. You got to know the right temp so that that brisket just you know just cuts like butter and it's juicy and it melts in your mouth and you make a thousand dollars in a weekend. Um, that's the brisket I like, and that's exactly what the slate is. Marcus, I want to get right to it. We have six NFL picks, as per usual, on our NFL Sundays. And I think you've got a great lineup, Marcus. So I want you to kick things off with your first lock of the week. Take it away.
0: On our midweek podcast, I predicted the line for the Bills game would be Bills minus six. I was off. It was minus one and a half opened. But now the Bills are getting a point, which is crazy to me. So I am taking the Buffalo Bills plus one against the 49ers. And really, it's just mainly because I'm going with my own football knowledge. The eye test here, I thought it'd be minus six. And any time where I think I'm picking a favorite... And they're getting points. You got to take that's a slam dunk. Yep, it's a Barry Bonds grand slam. Yeah, I love the Bills this week. I love the. I don't. I don't. I don't think the Forty Nine ers can keep up. The Bills.
1: Here's what I'll say. I've said it before, but the Bills just have such a high ceiling with with Stephon Diggs running the field and and Josh Allen. I mean, I don't understand why they don't run five times a game, a straight fly route with Stephon Diggs and just let, like from the 20-yard line, their own 20-yard line, and let Josh Allen just throw it as far as he can. That play is going to, most of the time, probably 97% of the time end in an incomplete pass or a pass interference because no one can run with Stephon Diggs. And they did that um, in the first drive of the game, I believe. Um, I hope they do more of that. Because that little duo is so powerful. And I just, I think, I hope that they saw that on the film and, and incorporate him more. Because I think he can blow the top off of this San Francisco defense.
0: Yeah. And I think San Francisco is getting a little too much credit defensively. I was big on San Francisco early in the year. Um, are they good defense? Yeah. But I, I, To give the Bills a point, I feel like this. You have to take this. I'm surprised the line got bet. Why? Maybe you could elaborate on this. Why would the line go from Bills minus one and a half to Bills plus one?
1: I to me, it just doesn't make sense. So, I think this line was a little bit flawed, and and the reason that is is because the Bills played the Chargers in the last week and I think overall the Chargers are and should be regarded as kind of a lower tier team and I think the numbers are a little bit surprised of the fact that the Chargers stayed on the field but when I went back and looked at that Chargers-Bills game what I saw was Justin Herbert is a completely different quarterback than he was in week one. He is making some very, very anticipatory moves in the pocket and becoming more intuitive. Um, I think they play a little better than what people give him credit for. So I I just think the Bills came in a little undervalued after a kind of a perceived subpar performance. So, yeah, I think that's why the line was where it was at. I'll take the Bills
0: getting any any type of points almost any week.
1: So, yeah, that's my first pick. Bills plus one. Lock it in, baby. Love that pick. I will graciously take the reins on my first pick of the week. And this is um, a little different than what I usually do. I I typically have... Embedding whole game lines or team totals. Team totals might be as exotic as I'll get uh, on on the podcast, at least. But there's a specific line this week that I think, in a from a numbers and probability perspective, is just bonkers, and it has the potential to hit within the first eight minutes of the game. And that pick is. The Arizona Cardinals over three and a half points in the first quarter as they take on the Rams at home. Um, few reasons why I like this pick: Arizona, not their best week last week. They lost to the Patriots, who I'm still fully on the or fully with the opinion that that team is just not going to make it in the long run and cam newton that other shoe is going to fall soon so many things have had to go right for that team to get wins uh late hit gave them field goal position to beat the cardinals last week they've needed these good things to happen to them to get where they're at and that time's going to run up soon so little off topic there but it will come back later um In that game, Arizona underperformed. They ran 68 plays and only scored 17 points. In a game where they run 68 plays on their numbers, they usually score around 28 points with the numbers I have. So I think they dramatically underperformed. This is a buy-low spot, and I expect them to come out in this first quarter and score. Um, If they get three possessions... There's no doubt in my mind that they're going to put up a touchdown in this first quarter. They're certainly due statistically based on their numbers and how they've performed all year. So I love this pick. It's kind of a brainy, you know, numbers, ticky-tacky pick, but all signs point to this line, and for that reason, I'm in. Marcus, your pick.
0: I'll just say to that. If you were a first-time better and you've watched football and you're like, hey, do you think the Cardinals are going to score a touchdown in the first quarter?
1: But yeah. Yeah, you don't even have to be smart. Given
0: that, with the numbers, with the numbers you've provided, and we talked about this earlier, this is basically a possession battle. So if the Cardinals can get if they get two, I think this looks good. If they get three, it's a no brainer. So we're almost putting a little bit of stock in the Cardinals' defense on this pick, which I think right. will be
1: just fine because Jared Goff has not looked great. Well, they they've either I... got to be really good or really bad. They can't, uh, yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? They...
0: Yeah, or just get scored on immediately,
1: right? That. Would but be, I think if if so, say.
0: So say the Rams get the ball at the twenty five, they go three and out, you get the Cardinals at the forty. Boom. Perfect right scenario.
1: Exactly. Numbers are already so on your side at that point. I just think there's there's a lot of variables in football. But when you can pin something down to like this few variables and have this much evidence for something to happen in that span, you gotta jump on it. Um, you know, no, if I, you're in I, our line that, of work. That may
0: be one of my that may be one of my favorite picks you've made in the history of this podcast. I can't wait tomorrow. What time's that game? Do you know? Uh, that's a noon game. I can't wait to look at like 12.07 and see it be 7 nothing cars. I can't wait either. It's going to be great. It'll be awesome. So, great pick. I love it. Thanks. I'm going to go to my second pick. This one was one of the, again, on the midweek podcast, that was the, Uh. made no sense. I thought a lot about what I wanted to take on this game. Thought about taking the over. Thought about taking the total line. But I looked at it, and I'm taking the first half line. And that is, the Packers, minus four and a half, first half, Against one of the hardest teams to watch, Philadelphia Eagles. I love it. This line, this was like I, I'm just, I'm just kind of picking games off head scratchers at this point.
1: I this don't line see... is very odd. It's a very odd line. the The full game line I, against the total is just yeah, really yeah. It, it's
0: weird. I'm telling you right now. I think the Packers are up. 14 nothing or 14 three at half i was expecting this first half line to be six and a half so they baited you for the packers to be up a touchdown they're baiting only the packers to be up four so they are like, oh well if you you know if they're only up four you're still gonna lose it's not gonna matter the packers are gonna be up at least a touchdown in the first half against the eagles yeah man i i I don't and, and actually I checked the weather Because we talked about this On the last podcast It could be a little weather alert It's going to be cold No wind Sunny So it's going oh, to be a perfect day In Green Bay It's going to be a perfect day in Green Bay It's like 31 and sunny That's like They're going to be out in shorts And a
1: t-shirt Also Green Aaron Rodgers Is in fucking rhythm Right now Watch out Watch out when he's He's unbelievable, man. That's all I gotta say.
0: And people probably get so sick of me talking about the Packers, but guess what? I'm not sick of it because it keeps working. I love the Packers. They're probably my favorite team in the league right now, other than the Raiders. But they're kind of
1: on the fritz. Yeah, you're high on the Packers, but honestly, the the NFL quarterback play is so important, and Aaron Rodgers. You could make an argument that as far as the, just the skill on the field that he possesses is the best of all time. He might not have all the championships and blah, 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 but he's got the goods. I think
0: Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen in my lifetime. I've seen Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, seen some good ones. He is the best quarterback I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, for me it's Brett Favre, but definitely, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is. You could make just as good of a case. I think. I for me, Brett Favre is. I like him just because of his style and like the way he you know made the game.
0: He almost he almost reinvented the quarterback position. Right. He was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: I mean, reckless. Help me out He was out here. reckless. He was- you know he. He did things he wasn't supposed to do and they worked a lot. And he just uh plays with such creativity and you know Aaron Rodgers is on that same level too. He's a very creative player, cerebral player. Uh, I know that's a cliche for him, but he has such a feel for the game and and the timing and you know the connection he has with his receivers, just especially Adams is is it's a rarity and it's fun to watch. So I love well, that it's pick. funny
0: because Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers has come out and said, because people love to just give these massive compliments to Patrick Mahomes about some of the throws he makes. Aaron Rodgers makes better throws than Patrick Mahomes can make. If you talk about a, a guy who can strictly make throws, Aaron Rodgers surpasses Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes is the sexy, you know, Kansas
1: City Chiefs. Everybody loves Mahomes, and I think Rodgers takes a little disrespect to that. Well, Rodgers certainly has a better. Um, again, like for him, it's just timing. That <laughs> offense is so different than what Mahomes does. I think Mahomes might struggle in a lot of other NFL systems. But Andy, you got to give it to Andy Reid for Mahomes' success, in my opinion. Aaron Rodgers, to me, is on a whole other plane, but. I mean, we could talk about that—that that Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers debate for days. I think, um, Marcus. Any last closing remarks on the lock here on that on that four? I'll just say
0: we have a lot. We well, not a lot, but we have two picks here that are going to hit early. So we're going to start. Is this game at noon? I'm pretty sure this game's at noon.
1: Yeah, and so yeah, that game's at. That game's at 325, and I got it wrong earlier on the Rams-Cardinals. That's 305, so my apologies. Okay, so the three o'clock slate, we're coming out hot. That's a quick hitter. It's like, let's say maybe this won't happen, but let's say if someone who didn't bet with us on the first slate took a few hits, we're going to have a rose. chance to just pop right back in. Just right back in there. A uh, couple of quick hitters. I don't see any world that the
0: Packers aren't up a touchdown in the first half against the Eagles.
1: That's my closing remark on that pick. I'm sold. Great job. Great pick. Let's move right along. I'm getting more pumped about these lines. My second pick, and, and I've already kind of gone on a sidebar regarding a particular player on this team. This team's the LA Chargers. Justin Herbert, as I mentioned earlier, played a really good game against the Bills last week. The Bills pressured Justin Herbert to the most extreme that they could. He was blitzed all day, and I think he had a really great performance considering the amount of pressure he was under. And some of the moves he made in the pocket were really high level, and I think he's really starting to come to as an NFL quarterback Uh, He definitely has the most promise in my eyes of any of the young guys right now. So, that's one side of this argument. Here's the other side. They're playing the Patriots who are traveling uh, to Los Angeles. Cam Newton sucks. I say it every week, and I'm going to say it again this week. Cam Newton in LA, there to play a football game, is just a disaster waiting to happen. I mean, he probably has 14 photo shoots set up to where he can model his goofy-ass hats. He's Yeah, I just, I, that other foot for Cam Newton is going to fall soon. Last week, the only reason they won against the Cardinals was because of a personal foul late hit that put him into field goal range. This Patriots team has had to have so many right things happen. Um, They just kind of fall into place for them, it seems at times. So I just think that luck's going to run up for them. And I think Justin Herbert's going to have a day against the Patriots and you know continue to build his reputation as a quarterback in this league. He gets better every week, and I do not anticipate that uh, regressing. So I'm going with the L.A. Chargers, minus a point and a half at home.
0: I love it. Absolutely love it.
1: I should also add Cam Newton is listed as questionable right now. Um. If they do decide to start Jarrett Stidham, I hate to say this, but I might be wary to bet that line. So that might be a tentative one. If Cam Newton gets the nod, definitely bet the game. If Jarrett Stidham gets the nod, I assume there'll be a line change involved there. I don't know who it's gonna affect, but regardless, I like like Jarrett Stidham. I think he's a much better thrower of the ball than Cam. Um, Cam does some things on the ground for him, but ultimately I just don't see that working for much longer uh, in terms of NFL football. So I think that other shoe drops for the Patriots this weekend. Justin Herbert has himself a good day, and the Chargers cover this point and a half.
0: Great pick. You're all over it. I have nothing else to say on that. Right back to you, brother. What's your last pick? So I kind of preface this another team I'm big on. I'm kind of taking an emotional angle here. I know it's not great to bet emotionally, but I'm not betting emotionally. I'm betting on how I feel this team should feel about this upcoming game. That is the Raiders minus eight against the Jets. This is a must win for the Raiders. I picked this even though Josh Jacobs is out. That's my guy. Did you see I him just
1: farm that guy like five feet in the air? Yeah. That was Looked insane. Like he dude. Launched him. Insane. An uppercut.
0: But my whole point is like, you, you look at these two teams at th- like this part of the season, the Raiders have to show out. If they want to be a playoff team, This is a must win. Absolute must win. The Jets are playing for nothing. They're just trying to get Trevor Lawrence. I like the Raiders by two scores. Strictly because this is go time for the Raiders. They've been kind of hit and miss. But I think they'll roll against the Jets. And stamp themselves as a
1: playoff team this week. yeah, I, I like this pick. and I know the psych going into the psychological, I guess, states of these teams based on their competitiveness within the league, it can be a little, you know, kind of abstract, I guess, but it makes perfect sense. And I think John Gruden is the type of coach where when they have an embarrassing loss like they did against the Falcons last week, It's like one of those look-in-the-mirror moments. And John Gruden seems like a look-in-the-mirror guy. And when he looks in that mirror, things turn around because he wouldn't be where he is. He wouldn't be one of the all-time greats. I mean, I, I don't know if people expected much from John Gruden, but the brand of football that the Raiders play is awesome. And I think they will come into success soon, if not this year. Um I don't think the loss to Josh Jacobs is going to hurt either. So, I just
0: think if there's ever a game
1: where a football team has
0: to look themselves in the mirror and say, now we go, we got to go now. It's this week. If I'm John Gruden, if he doesn't have these guys ready to fucking fly around and blow this terrible Jets team out of the water, then they're not what I think they are. But I think they're a legitimate playoff team. And I think the Raiders are going to come out with
1: a purpose. So Raiders minus eight. That's my final pick. Hell yes. I'm going to take things home. Final pick of the weekend. Um, This was the first pick I decided on. And I think this pick has huge potential. I think this could be one of the larger covers of the day. um, Based on what I'm seeing with these two teams. The game we're looking at is the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to take the over here. It's at 51 points. And I think a lot of people um, this week might look at that 51 and get a little timid. And I think that is a complete mistake and that it couldn't be more untrue. Um. Both of these teams can run the ball extremely well. I've said it before, but James Robinson could be a future Hall of Famer. Undrafted free agent out of Illinois State, and this kid has turned Jacksonville into one of the top 10 yards per carry teams in the NFL, and a team that in every other area performs very poorly he's literally a diamond in the rough on this team and I do think he's going to be able to make an impact and get, you know, help this Jags team score some points. The Jags are starting Mike Glennon now at uh, quarterback who used to be at the Bears as a backup. He has shown a little bit of increase of productivity so in, just in terms of how far they're getting down the field so I'm my, my main philosophy on this game is the Vikings are certainly going to be able to run the ball on, on this Jags team because that defense, not good. I'm hoping that the Vikings get to an early lead. With that run game working, Kirk Cousins is going to be able to work over the top. I want these Vikings to get ahead in the game and and force the Jaguars to get aggressive in terms of passing the ball, and working in James Robinson into the passing game as well. I think this game has the potential to go into the 60s, mid-60s. Um, I don't know how much more I could say on that. The numbers are certainly here, and I'm all in on this pick. Jags, Vikings over 51. Love it.
0: Let's
1: tie a knot on this bitch and put it to bed. I can't be more excited for this weekend. We hope that you guys have a fantastic NFL Sunday. Please follow us online. We just were added to Spotify. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. On both of those, our tag is at the spread cast. We hope you guys have a good Sunday. Let's make this money and we'll see you next week. Peace.
2: What you what you going to do? I call it housework. Cause it's light work. What you going to do? I'm with those suits. I call it house boy. Cause it's light white. But I'ma throw shade if I don't get paid for this house white. I call it house boy. Cause it's light white. I'm I'ma throw shades filling the base to my feet, hey. I call it house boy. Cause it's light white. But I'ma throw shade if I don't get paid for this house white.